Welcome to Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes, brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. As we celebrate Thanksgiving, how can we be more grateful? And what's the connection between being grateful and our spiritual, mental, and physical health? Hear Bishop talk more about the discipline of gratitude on this episode. Welcome to Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes. I am Kyle Hyman here with our good bishop with Thanksgiving just around the corner tomorrow. Uh, I'm thankful that you're here, Bishop. Thank you. And I'm thankful to you, Kyle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> thankful to Redeemer Radio. Well, good. For your work of evangelization. Yes. So do you have any Thanksgiving highlights from the past? Any memories? I always enjoy Thanksgiving. You know, I I really, I love turkey. I, first thing that came to my mind when you just asked that question uh-huh. is my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, who made the best filling. I know people call it stuffing. Back home, they called it filling okay. in the world. And yeah. um, I mean, it was great. Now I look back and I think it's the reason that I have three stints because <laughs> it. when I found out as I got older, everything that was in it and how unhealthy it was, but it uh-huh. really was great. It had giblets and pieces of uh-huh. heart and all this stuff and a lot of fat, Yeah, but it was so good. I would love to have that again. But anyhow, I, I just remember that as like my hi- highlight of Thanksgiving dinner. I love turkey, but that was great too. Yeah. But uh, no, we would have wonderful Thanksgiving dinners in my family. Sure. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, I thought maybe we could reflect a little bit on that idea of being grateful and how this seems to be a common thing in scripture, in our faith, that we are to be grateful, that we're to be thankful so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. First question would be, why do we need to be grateful? Or do we have to be grateful? Is that a, is that a mandate? Yeah, it's a virtue. Okay. I mean, when you think about it, the virtue of gratitude. As a matter of fact, St. Ignatius Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits, said it's the mother of all virtues. Hmm. Gratitude is the mother of all virtues. And he also said, St. Ignatius said that it is, ingratitude is the sin most offensive to heaven. Would that be... Like part of pride? Well, that's a very good question. I think ingratitude, I think it could be kind of under two of the capital sins. Okay. Pride, definitely. Uh Because someone who's pride doesn't give thanks. Mm. You know, someone who's proud, it's all about himself Mm -hmm. or herself. So I think it primarily comes under under pride, but I also see it as coming under envy. Hmm. One who is envious of others isn't really grateful for the gifts and talents that he or she has received, it would seem to me. I could see how it fits Mm -hmm. under both. Sure, sure. But it's a virtue, so it's, it's really important. I mean, we're called to cultivate the virtues. And I do think it's also a discipline. I'd like to, you know, we should really live gratefully, um, but I think it doesn't always come easily to us. Because we take so much for granted. Right. So I do believe we need the discipline of gratitude. We have to be intentional about it. And I could talk a little bit about how to do that, but we should count our blessings Mm -hmm. um, and not take everything for granted. I mentioned St. Ignatius Loyola. One of the things I learned from him way back 
in my own in spiritual direction. But going back to when I was a seminarian was at the end of the day is to do an examine, what we call the Ignatian examine. I mean, I think a lot of us learned that we should do an examination of conscience at the end of the day. And that's part of an examine where we call to mind our sins mm -hmm. and we ask God's forgiveness before we go to bed. But I think what I learned in this Ignatian method is in the examine is to, before doing that, look back and give thanks for all the blessings throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And that is really a great habit to get into, in my opinion, because I mean, sometimes people say, well, in the morning, it's a good thing. I think that's good too. You know, thank God for a new day. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. But also, I think to get into that discipline of giving thanks at the end of the day, that gratefulness, having that kind of attitude can really change us mm -hmm. uh, for the better. Mm -hmm. I think it also gives us a more positive outlook on life. If we're just thinking of the negative. You know, it can be kind of depressing. I think, for example, yeah, we can, and you know, thanking God for food, thanking God for various things. But I, I love to thank God for the encounters that I've had during the day, hmm. really for the love that I've experienced every day from God himself, for hmm. example, the Eucharist, and also from others. I mean, I was just thinking about how much love I receive from family members and friends and people in our diocese, there might be a means or angry kind of hateful letter that comes now and then. Mm -hmm. And I get all like, you know, kind of focus on that. And I think to myself, but, but all these wonderful things that people write too, you know, where I see people's goodness mm -hmm. and their kindness. And I look back over the day at all the kindnesses shown to us or people who've helped us, or people that we've really enjoyed being with, I think that's really beautiful to do. But isn't that kind of how we are, that we can get a hundred compliments and one negative interaction will kind of spoil the whole thing, and that's the only thing that we focus on or, or yeah. think about? And, and that's part of pride, isn't it? Right. When you think about it, if that bothers us so much, that shows us that we're a little proud. So I think that's a good thing to recognize right. when that happens. I mean, yeah, to feel a little hurt or something, that's normal. But if it's something that we dwell on or it's like gets us down so much, it's then it means that we we want the approval of people too much. Yeah. And that shows some pride, I think. But gratitude certainly helps us to have a more positive outlook on life. Right. It increases our positivity. And rather than kind of always looking at the dark side of things, mm -hmm. gratitude helps us to recognize the light. Right. Because again, we could have a thousand blessings in our life and focus on the one thing that we don't have that somebody else does have. Again, we say <laughs> right. envy, you know, yeah. and think, well, why isn't I have this health issue or this, you know, issue with family or something like that? Like, well, yeah, this things that trials that we have or whatever, but think of if you compare that to the amount of blessings that we have, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of puts things in perspective. Definitely. In the scriptures, there's a lot about gratitude. I mean, 
I notice praying the Psalms, a lot of them are Psalms of praise and thanksgiving. When I pray the Liturgy of the Hours, sometimes it's important to stop or to savor the words and to really mean them from the heart, thanking God Mm. from the heart. And there's so many contexts in which liturgically we give praise and thanks to God. And Jesus himself, when he prayed, when we read Jesus praying, he's in solitude and oftentimes before important moments in his mission, and he communicates with his father. What does he do? He offers thanks, thanksgiving to his father. Father, I thank you. And I think that's an example for us in our prayer, you know, to be sure to give thanks to God in our prayer. I think it's essential to Christian prayer. When you read St. Paul's letters, he always begins, or often, I don't know if always, he often begins and ends his letters by giving thanks to the Lord. Mm. And he says in 1 Thessalonians, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Hmm. That, that can be difficult, to give thanks in all circumstances. Yep, yep. I mean, even if we're sick, or even if we're suffering, it's actually good for our health and our recovery to be thankful. Hmm. In other words... That's where it's most difficult to give thanks, but we can still thank God for the people who are caring for us. We can thank God that we've had the gift of life. Mm -hmm. I know disabled people who are very thankful people, so that rather than focusing on their disability or what they can't do, they're thankful for more thankful for what they can do. And thankful to those who, who help them, oftentimes. Right. Well, just a reminder, if you have questions for Bishop, you can send a text to the Holy Cross College text line at 260-436-9598. And coming up, we'll continue to talk about being thankful, how to incorporate it this Thanksgiving, what this has to do with the Eucharist, and more on Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes, Brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has a special mission to serve the Catholic Church in America. In 2020 alone, we've served over 800 parishes, schools, and nonprofits in more than 25 dioceses nationwide. We are a member-owned, not-for-profit cooperative, working hard to create a national Catholic financial alternative to the for-profit banks. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Welcome back to Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes. I'm Kyle Hyman here with our bishop. We've been talking about being grateful as we prepare for Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving isn't a Catholic holiday. It's not a feast day in the church, but more of a secular thing. But kind of wondering, of course, like you've been saying, this is something that we need to be doing daily and throughout our lives, being grateful. But do you have any suggestions on something that we could do on this kind of annual occasion of something special to be thankful or be grateful for what we have? Number one, I think, go to Mass on Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. because that's the greatest prayer of Thanksgiving we can offer to God. Yeah. So that it not just be a secular celebration, 
obviously praying grace, maybe in a special way, at uh, the Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. Maybe not just saying the regular prayer, but maybe everyone sharing something that they're thankful to God yeah. for. I mean, those are other things we can do. But I do think that it's a day to maybe, you know, to look back over the past year, because we should be giving thanks every day, but maybe just saying this past year, I give special thanks. Look back at the highlights. I mean, one can do that also on New Year's Eve, I guess, looking back over the past year. But but I think the spiritual part of Thanksgiving, basically I'm saying is don't just celebrate as a secular holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and one way to give thanks also is to is to help those in need. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a way to give thanks to God is to share from the bounty that he has given us. Yeah. Somebody with, say pay it forward. Right. God's blessed you with something like to, to bless others with that. Uh, and I don't know if you've read some of the research, both in science in techno, and uh, I'm sorry, psychology and in medical sciences about the, uh, the positive effects on our health mm-hmm. when we're grateful. That was kind of a few years ago. I started reading some of this research and how the more people are thankful and acknowledge the goodness in their lives, the better their mental health is and the better their physical health is. Hmm. And even there are studies that show that the more grateful people are, the faster they recover from illnesses. I was kind of blown away by that. There's this whole thing, kind of a little movement about keeping gratitude journals where you actually write down okay. daily or weekly, whatever, things that you're you're grateful for. This is where getting back to what I was talking about, having a discipline of mm. gratitude. I'd say my discipline of gratitude is the examine at the end of the day. Uh-huh. I've never like written down what I'm thankful for. That'd be more work for me. I don't need any more work. <laughs> but but it is part of my prayer life. Uh-huh. But getting back to good health, uh, it increases positivity. Mm-hmm. And I think that is beneficial to one's mental health and um, and evidently even to one's physical health. You know, when we ruminate on negative things, that just isn't good for us right. psychologically. If all we do is focus on obstacles and difficulties... So we have all this evidence now that gratitude helps our health. Now, that's not the reason to be grateful because that's a selfish motive in a sense, but it's a really good thing. I mean, it's a really good result. There's a quote from the French philosopher Albert Camus. He wrote, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer, and that makes me happy. So increasing happiness when one is grateful. So that's a great quote. In the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer, and that makes me happy. There's a website, gratefulness.org, which is an interesting uh, thing. And, and I know they send uh, daily emails on gratitude. Um, oh, wow. A lot of this was from a Benedictine brother who was well-known writer on gratitude and uh, part of the Benedictine tradition in Catholicism. 
And gratitude's an attitude of the heart. It's not just saying thanks, although saying thanks is important. I learned, I'm sure it was from my mother, to always send thank you notes when mm-hmm. I receive gifts. You know, that's this very simple thing. But I do know that it's important that we teach our young people to be grateful as well, to teach our children, parents to teach their children. You know, you always say, you know, say thank you. Right. Tell your grandmother you said thank you and all that. But also teaching them to do things in Thanksgiving, yeah. like a thank you card or whatever. Again, that takes some discipline. I mentioned the psychological health, mental health, but also our spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is really important for our spiritual health, that we are grateful to God, Mm -hmm. who is the source of all of our blessings. The word Eucharist means Thanksgiving, so that's very appropriate. And the reason it was called the Eucharist comes from the the Greek verb, eucharistein, to give thanks, because it says at the Last Supper, Jesus took the bread and took the wine giving thanks, Mm -hmm. gave it to his disciples. So they took that part of the institution narrative out, Eucharistin, and called it the Eucharist, Hmm. the sacrament of giving thanks. So why was Jesus giving thanks? He takes the bread and was it he looking up to heaven, he gives thanks? Because that was, I mean... That was the Jewish prayer. I mean, okay. when they receive food, they gave thanks. So he gave thanks to God for the gift of bread and wine. Hmm. How often do we give thanks for the gift of our redemption? You know, hmm. the gift of creation. Mm-hmm. But the Eucharist is all about that. I mean, the prayers of the Mass. We give thanks for our creation by God, our redemption by Christ, and our redemption in Christ. We thank God for his love, the gift of salvation. Yeah. And so mentioning the Eucharist, you know, after we receive the Eucharist, we go back and sit down in our pew. I know that's always a time that we should be giving thanks as well. Now there's a a song being sung and, and, you know, we should be participating in that as well, but What do you recommend as far as offering thanks after communion? I like the silence after communion myself Mm -hmm. because I find that helps as a way to, first of all, realize what or who I just received Mm -hmm. in recognizing that Jesus is within me, that I've just been nourished by him. I give thanks and also ask for the strength to live the Eucharist, Mm -hmm. to go forth and to serve the Lord. And I guess kind of along those lines, growing up, the last song would play, and as soon as it was over, you'd go out and I'll genuflect and leave, you know, maybe before the song is over, some people wouldn't leave. And now I see growing number of people staying afterwards for, I don't know, 30 seconds or a minute, maybe two minutes, to kneel down after Mass, I assume, to offer a prayer of thanksgiving yeah. as well. Yep. I think it is a good thing to do. I know for me it's hard because I'm always the celebrant. Um, yeah. Because after Mass, immediately after Mass, I'm greeting people. So I kind of miss that. But I always try to 
to have um, uh, some moments of silence after going back to the chair after distributing communion. Mm -hmm. But I do find sometimes that there's music all the time yeah. and that makes it hard. You know, I kind of encourage them not to just to make sure that, that we have some silence mm -hmm. after communion before the prayer after communion. Yeah. Well, I think this has been a, a great reminder and I'm just thinking now of the evening prayers that we do with our kids and, how we talk about intentions and things like that. But I definitely want to ask them to, to say things that they're thankful for every night as well. And yeah. especially tomorrow for Thanksgiving, like to add that into our, our prayer before meal to have people go around. I realized this a couple of years ago that all of my prayers were please or help me. And it, they were all requests, you know, and, and there were good things that I was praying for, but I realized I need to say thank you more. And so I've tried to make an effort that my prayer always starts with thank you. And then eventually we can get into the please and help me's. But yes, yes. Uh, just to, especially when we're reflecting on our sins for the day, you know, examination of conscience, in a way, those are negative things, right? The ways that we've messed up and to focus on the negative without also recognizing the positive, we don't want to ignore right. our sin, but uh, to also recognize the good things that, yeah. that are happening. You know, I, I always love to, you know, I've thanking God for the people in my life. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll pray for the people in our life. You know, you pray for your wife, pray for your children. That's such an important thing you do as a husband and a father. And then also to thank the Lord for them, thank them for their love and all. I think that's, Something I've learned, not that I don't have a wife and kids, but I have close people close to me, family members, friends, thanking the Lord for having them in my life, mm. for their love. For some reason, when I do that, I just have learned to appreciate them more yeah. because of that, yeah. because I'm in that habit of giving thanks for them. Right. Well, speaking of giving thanks, we have some generous Fall share donors that have sponsored this episode, William and Christine Freeman. So thank you to them and all of those that have supported the diocese, that have supported Redeemer Radio uh, to make things like this possible. And uh, for those that are supporting your parishes and your schools and all the great ministries that are happening around and even things that aren't ministries necessarily, but uh, services that are assisting people and just thankful for so many people that are so generous yeah. with their time, talent, and, and treasure. And I would also add uh, a thank you to all of the people listening for not just your support of, of uh, me and the diocese, and Redeemer Radio. Of course, I thank you for all of that. And thank you for your prayers. Mm. They mean a lot. And, you know, prayers are so efficacious. And um, I know that I wouldn't be as effective in my ministry or as I don't know what I'd be like if I didn't have the, the grace that comes from the prayers of so many. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Bishop, and a happy Thanksgiving to you. Could we get your Episcopal blessing before we go? Sure. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now and forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. You're welcome, Kyle. 
Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.